Hi, and welcome back to NFN, Not the Food Network, episode two. It's me, Holly, and Chris Kerslake. And we're going to be talking about um, a couple of different things, not connected by any means. No, no, not even a little bit, I think. No, <laughs> very different, yeah. but very fun still, I would say. Oh, I mean, definitely, I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just kind of hop right into it then. Yeah, definitely. I guess, uh, so I went to Edmonton this pack past weekend, right? Yeah. Um, while we were there, we ended up kind of wandering around a little bit downtown at night, which I guess it's not the smartest thing to do in Edmonton. No, I'm from Edmonton area and I can, I can vouch for that. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> See, I'm used to Calgary, right? It's like Calgary, you can walk around any time of the night and it's kind of safe as long as you stay on like certain streets, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But holy cow, Edmonton. It's like, I kind of looked the wrong way at one point and a few guys started walking after <laughs> us. And so we ran across the street after that. There were multiple people just on the way to 7-Eleven that stopped us and were just like, you're going to give me your change now, right? Like, we can have your change. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to buy stuff. Like, why do you think I have it? <laughs> yeah. No, Edmonton, uh, downtown Edmonton is a lot different compared to downtown Calgary, for sure. Um, I know just by uh, my own experiences, being in downtown Edmonton, even during the brightest day ever, is still kind of scary. It's not the best, honestly. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went to this really nice little bookstore, and there were still homeless people outside of that. And it was about 12 p.m., I think. So, like, right in the middle of the day on a nice Sunday afternoon. Uh, yeah, just asking for money. It's, I mean, I'm not judging them or anything. No. but you know, It's just, it's a little scarier in Edmonton, that's all. <laughs> and yeah, decent bit scarier in Edmonton. Uh, they're, they're less aggressive here in Calgary, actually. Like, I, I'm constantly approached by homeless people here, be it at a bus stop or in front of a grocery store. Mm -hmm. um, and they give me either life advice uh, or they kind of just chat with me or they ask me for money. But when I say, like, oh, I don't have any change on me because I literally never carry change. If I do, it's probably, like, a loony for, like, a grocery cart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they're usually, like, really nice and they back off and they're just like, oh, it's okay. Thank you, though. Um, but in Edmonton, yeah, they're a little more aggressive with it, where it's like, if you say, I'm sorry, I don't have any change. It's like, are, are you sure? Like, can, are you sure you can't help me out? <laughs> I want to go back to that life advice from a homeless person. Yeah. How's um, that? Like, do you think you should take <laughs> life advice from them? Um, I don't know how to answer that because I've had life advice from a bus driver here in Calgary, but okay. I've also had life advice from homeless people where... The life advice from the bus driver was, like, really wholesome and really nice, and I mm -hmm. really appreciated it because it was more so just, like, telling me how great I am and how I should really believe in myself. Isn't um, that so sweet? It's really cute, <laughs> yeah. actually. But life advice from the homeless people have been a little more on the, uh, I guess, obscure side, <laughs> if you could. Yeah. I had one guy at a bus stop. Um, he was telling me basically survival tips, like, out in the wilderness, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've taken some survival training, like wilderness survival training before. Mm -hmm. Just when I was younger, you know, Girl Scouts, uh, hunting camp, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I did like beavers and scouts as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so <laughs> I've got a little bit of an idea of how to handle mm -hmm. myself. Except this guy basically, overall, he kind of just told me, like, listen to the birds. Talk to the birds. They know what they're talking about. The birds know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Listen to them. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, but, like, he was he was a really nice guy, 
But he just, I don't know what just it was. Just like not the full amount of crayons in the box or something? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, because he was like, I can't, I don't really know, man. He, <laughs> he, yeah, he was kind of just telling me like, oh, you got to live off of like rabbits and stuff like that. And I was just I was like, yeah. I mean, if you can catch one, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I think if you ate rabbits only, you'd probably get a protein deficiency as well. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a... cool advice, right? Yeah. It <laughs> Interesting. Was, <laughs> it was definitely quite a fun time. It was about 20 minutes of me waiting with an armful of groceries at a bus stop. And it was freezing cold out. And so I was just standing there and there was like a couple other people who I think thought I was crazy for even talking to them because... They kept on looking at me with like, you know, like mean eyes. They're just yeah. like, Ooh, you're, you're oh making gosh. him stick around. Like. It, yeah, it's almost like I'm influencing him or like or encouraging him. That's the word. I'm encouraging him. Yeah. But I'm really not. I'm just standing there, and they happen to talk to me, so I'm doing what's nice, and I'm smiling and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to respond. It's like, um, I know that they're people, obviously, and well, I know yeah. that like whatever has happened in their life to bring them to that point where they're homeless, like it's not really a big deal. It's not my business or anything like that um and i'm not judging them by it for any means it's just <laughs> i don't know how to respond when they're kind of giving me this weird advice about how to survive in the wilderness when none of it is correct <laughs> yeah like how do you respond to that like oh yeah i could probably live a little while then a homeless guy comes up just like no you're wrong listen to the birds they're telling you what to do I, like the birds tell yeah. they're telling you they're telling you to eat the rabbits like <laughs> can you not hear them <laughs> He's like basically telling me that the birds are my best friends and they're going to help me. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> wow, that's great advice. Like I just, I kind of, like I said, I just nod and smile. That's all you can do. Yeah. Kind of just accept it. Say thank you. Are you still sick? No, I'm not sick anymore. I swallowed a little bit of spit right there and it got stuck in my throat. Ooh, fun. Yeah, no, super fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, so <laughs> it was a really fun time. But what I mean by he was still really nice though is because... He was lighting up a cigarette, but we're in the, like, box kind of waiting area for the bus mm -hmm. um, that keeps you out of the snow and stuff. Um, and, he, like, being in the box and he was lighting up a cigarette, uh, he asked me, he goes, like, do you mind if I light up? And I, I asked him, I was like, do you mind just blowing it outside of the door, though? And he goes, oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, thank you so much. That's so <laughs> nice. Because I've had, like, other homeless people who just smoke right in front of me and just blow it in my face, too. Well, that's most, it's like most homeless people, honestly. Even though, like, Calgary, they're pretty nice, but... Every time I walk downtown, I'll still be asked for a dozen smokes, right? Yeah, a like asking me for a cigarette isn't really a big deal. It's just like blowing it in my face is the issue. I never, that's kind of really, <laughs> that's yeah. rude. <laughs> I, like it's not even just homeless people. I had that happen to me at a concert once and I it was like weed when it wasn't legal. Yeah. And I was literally sitting there like trying to wave it away from me. <laughs> I'm like blowing it, I'm like <sighs> And this girl knew exactly what she was doing. And then finally my brother realized what was happening. So he goes and he stands between me and this girl and just like stares down at her. And she looks at him and starts blowing it away from me. <laughs> I was like, hey. oh, The older brother to the rescue, right? Heck yeah. yeah. But the thing was, the girl was like the same size as me. I'm short. My brother is not necessarily a tall guy, but he's taller than me. Mm -hmm. So it was still that intimidation factor. <laughs> The girl was a little bit taller than me, so she had a little. I was also hella little. He heck a little. <laughs> heck a little. <laughs> I don't think hell is a swear. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. Uh, that's a really difficult one to go by. Here, we're going to just. I was also really little, so I don't know if that kind of had a difference in it or not. But Maybe. 
I probably I feel like that would probably be a good reason for her to look at me and be like mm, I'm superior to you because I'm older than you like, <laughs> that is, <laughs> that's the most obnoxious thing ever but it happens to me all the time yeah especially just being short like doesn't really matter if people are older than me or not I've had children who are just taller than me think that they're superior to me <laughs> It's so frustrating. That is the funniest thing to me. Yeah, because you're Mr. Tall. Yeah, I know. I'm 6'2". Long legs. Yeah, long everything. Like <laughs> long legs, long arms, long chest, I guess. I don't know. Long chest. Long kind of, I think, just scaled up. What is it? Your chest abdominal? Abdominable. Abdomen. That's the word. Abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah. Long abdomen. Um, I'm not really good at uh, anatomy, okay? Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm not the best at it. Trying to learn it, but I don't even bother trying at this point, honestly. I think uh, I know what I don't know and what I struggle to learn. That is anatomy and geography, (laughs) big time. Yeah. History, I can kind of get. Like, I'm... I don't really enjoy learning it, but I can kind of understand it. It's fun. Part. History is great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're a history You should buff. get into it. I really don't want to. <laughs> I, I like psychology, though. I like taking psych classes. I just signed up for an abnormal psych class for I next semester. I am not a fan of psychologists or therapists <laughs> or any of that type. Why? I don't know. It's just like, I don't like, I don't know. What it is it? I don't really like opening up to people that much, especially in like a, a really sensitive way where they're actually trying to change things about me. I always kind of just think like, oh, well, what the, what do you know about me? <laughs> it's like, I, why are you even trying? Like, go away. But that's their job though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I get that. But no, don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> well, therapy isn't for everyone. No, it's not. I think therapy is nice though. I've been someone who likes going to counselors and just kind of, if I have a bad time or if I'm struggling with, like, what the heck do I do with my future? Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, if that's the kind of thing that works for you, then that's totally awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me. My bad. My phone was on. (laughs) God, so unprofessional. I'm sorry. I thought I had it on vibrate. It vibrated before, and that's why I took it out of my pocket because I thought maybe it would make some sound. And then maybe I just, like, unconsciously... Just turn <laughs> it on. Sub- subconsciously? Subconsciously. Subconsciously. Yeah. yeah. If you unconsciously did it, you'd be, <laughs> be sleeping, sleeping right now. Or dead. <laughs> or dead, yeah. Turned on my phone while I was dead. That was a... <laughs> that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Why not? It's a ghost thing, you know? Yeah. Spooky season. Just ghost things. Yeah. <laughs> we needed... That should be like a series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think uh, like abnormal psychology is going to be a really fun class, though, because I took intro... I'm. Well, I'm taking intro to psych right now. I took it when I was in high school. It's really great because when I was in high school, I took intro to psych in order to take abnormal psychology. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't have like it wouldn't match up with my schedule in grade 12. So I couldn't do abnormal psychology. Hmm. And so now that I'm in university and I've taken intro to psych, now I can take you abnormal can finally psychology. Ta- yeah, finally take the class that you wanted to take like how many years ago? Exactly. The plan is all the pieces are all falling together. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I guess, I mean, since I can't do that new gen ed thing, uh, that's with the school, I guess I've got to take the last gen ed. The last gen ed? Yeah, because I, I have like three cluster threes that I was mentioning. Um, yeah. And you still need two different clusters. So yeah. it's irrelevant <laughs> to me. 
Yeah, because like there's this new thing. I don't know if it's for all programs or if it's just for broadcasting specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's like you can uh, change it so that way instead of doing twelve. Uh, well, I guess because every program has different amounts of gen eds. I think. I think it's tier one, two, and three cluster one through four, unless it's like a transfer program or a two-year program or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is just like a difference between two years and four years then, because I know I had, I do have some friends who um, don't have as many gen eds as us. But anyways, broadcasters have 12 gen eds and four electives. But now it's kind of been uh, changed up a bit where you have the option of switching it over to 10 gen eds and six electives, which... I am going to be doing because I think that's amazing. It's great for you, right? Yeah, six classes that I can just choose whatever. Yeah, I had really high hopes for it, but it does not look like it's going to make a difference at all for me. Well, no, because you only have like, what, nine classes left? Nine classes, yeah. Yeah, in the whole program. Entirely done. If I could just do that in like one and a half semesters, (laughs) that would be perfect. Yeah, I definitely have. A few more than I should. <laughs> I'll be here for at least another semester after I'm supposed to graduate. Oh, that's fair. I mean, how long have I been here for? Like 2014 <laughs> or something like you that? You also took like another program, though. I did do three years of a different program. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> you just need to continue taking different programs, and then you can become what is called a professional student, oh, which is basically yeah. someone who never leaves, and they just keep taking more and more Programs, more and more courses. I wish I had the money for that. That would be incredible. Yeah. It would be nice if you had money. (laughs) Yeah, no, really. Like, if I was a millionaire, I'd probably just get degrees and stuff like that for fun. It'd be great. I would not. (laughs) Really? What would you do? Um, I mean, if I was a billionaire, that would mean that I am able to just do my own thing. Yeah. I'd probably, if I was a billionaire, I'd probably just spend my time like working at charities and stuff like that. Not oh. like not like volunteering specifically, but like working at a charity place. Okay. That's kind of where I want to go anyways. Just I want to help people so badly. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I want to do. Um, it's a billionaire. All you need to do is give away money to do that. See, that's just the thing. It's like I could donate money and I can also donate my, well, not donate my time, but like <laughs> work there. Yeah. <laughs> Make a difference. I don't know. I feel like it'd be really cool to work at a charity. And then. It probably would be. Yeah. It's I just mean, like, I feel like it might not pay something that I can really oh, you know, yeah. live off of. Generally. On my own. Generally not. No. And especially because if I want to be a mom and I if I don't have another, like if I don't have a partner in my life and I want to be a mom, I need a job that can support both me and a baby. Yeah. You just need like a, a rich significant other or something like that that can let you do whatever you want. Maybe they'll just get a sugar daddy. A sugar daddy? <laughs> Not sure how much you'd like that. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like if I was a billionaire, there'd be a lot of things that I would do, but I would probably still live small, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I f- a lot of rich people have a lot of money, and they don't do things that I think are morally correct <laughs> they're very greedy and i know that that's like human nature and whatnot but come on you have a billion dollars yeah it's at some point it's like pocket change to you and life changing money for like thousand people exactly so it's it's just like why can't you do something with that you know like yeah i get that i'm i'm not even i'm not even technically living comfortably because i'm in very much a lot of student debt right now. <laughs> yeah, tell me um, about it, Holly. But I'm still, like, willing to go out and, you know, donate to charities and stuff like that because I, whatever I can at least, 
because I think that it's still a reasonable thing to do. <laughs> no, yeah, I think for the most part, it's definitely a reasonable thing to do, especially like, I mean, there are incentives to do it too. Like you get tax cuts and stuff like that if yeah. you actually do charity related things or donate to them or work for them. Yeah, it's just like the thing is that um, I feel those of like the rich people who do like donate tons of money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the issue there is that they know to like invite the press and stuff like that. So that way they get more publicity and just, therefore yeah. more richer. <laughs> just for the just for the looks, for the free uh exactly. it's not free publicity, but you know. Uh, like a well I don't know. I think it's slightly basically paid for publicity, that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you really cuz if you call the press, if you're famous and you call the press and you're just like, "Hey, I'm going to be doing this over here. I bet you anything. Oh, yeah. I guess if you're just doing something, then absolutely. It's free press. Exactly. It's just like, I'm going to go and I'm going to, like, donate enough money to build a home over in this other country. I don't know where. Mm -hmm. Um, People would be all over that. They'd be like, ooh, can you take this giant pair of scissors and cut a ribbon for us so we can take a picture (laughs) and post it all over our, like, media feed? Treat you as the best person we've ever met in reality, like... A lot of people do charity stuff, and I know exactly. they're just not rich, so nobody really cares about it. Exactly. I can donate a pig to a family in need over in another country. I'm not getting, like, rich and famous off of that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, not even a chance. So why do they get to? <laughs> I don't care if Kanye's, like, giving clean water to a family. Don't you dare insult Kanye West, Holly. He is, I'm not insulting. He is as close to a god as we have in human form, I think, right now. I, I disagree, but okay. <laughs> Who do you think is more godly than Kanye West, Holly? Uh, <laughs> I don't pick humans as god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Sorry, that's where the, the little it's Christian god- in godly, me comes in. Godly, not god. Oh, but see, that's just... No, no, godly is an adjective. Adjective? It's not one I use. It's a a descriptive word. (laughs) It is not one I use. It means like God. Yeah, that's the issue. Striving to be towards God. That's technically sin. Well, I don't think so. If if you're striving to be God, but if you're striving to be close to God, that's godliness. See... I'm not even. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm that, not going to discuss that's, that's, Christianity. I guess but technically, like, that's. I guess that's the English word for it. Is like they call godliness trying to be close to God or something like that. Basically, if you try to be God or play God, that's a sin. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, what? I guess what that term is like, trying to follow him as closely as possible, if that makes sense. I have no idea. Like following God's whatever. God's will? I'm not the best. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> following that very closely is godliness. No, that's not. That's it is. Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple descriptors for the same thing. There's the religion. And, I mean, godliness applies to more than just Christianity. It's any religion. It's yeah. like if you're striving to be close to your God, oh, yeah. then that's godliness. Okay, maybe. Nah, I guess that. If you're talking like all in general. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's the term for it. It's, I don't know the definition of yeah. godliness, but all right. Oh, I've been around for a little bit longer. What, six years? Yeah, you'd learn a lot of stuff when you're an adult, like a lot of really stupid and mostly useless stuff. Are you that, telling me I'm not an adult? No, I'm saying you are an adult. You're starting <laughs> to learn that stuff. You're starting to learn a lot of useless stuff that you'll never use in your life, except for like in situations like these. Where all of a sudden you need to bring out your All of a sudden I bring up the definition of godliness <laughs> and it makes sense, I guess. But I guess. I don't know. Just like I feel no like, other use. Yeah, there's 
I don't really have a whole lot of that knowledge because I tend to live a very simple life where I prefer not to know really random stuff. That's fair. I mean, you've seen me read Wikipedia just yeah. for fun, so <laughs> I, I like a lot of that useless BS. See, I think the only thing that I would want to read that is, you know, in all technicalities useless would be just the dictionary, simply because I like to expand my vocabulary. Then you'll learn how to say or what godliness means, too. That is true, yeah. technically. Yeah. All right. You'll learn a lot more than I know. I'm see, The issue, though, is that I'm not ever going to read the dictionary, because why? <laughs> what is it, like 600 pages and it's really small print? And... I think it continues to grow. I bet half of them are synonyms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. I mean, in, but it's kind of nice to have cinnamons, cinnamons, synonyms I in there. I love cinnamons. <laughs> it's kind of nice to have synonyms in there, though, because sometimes you have a synonym that's like the most random thing ever, and you just have no idea what it means. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're looking for a synonym for like um, important. And then it turns out it's like this whole other word that you've never heard or seen before. Yeah. And it's like, what is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's like, how have I never heard this once in my life? It's like, is this a real word? It, <laughs> did, did people just make this up like last week? Exactly. No idea. You go to click on like the definition and it's just so, so close to the word important. <laughs> Like why? What? Why does this even have to be a thing? Yeah, it really doesn't. Like Ooh. this is very slightly less important than important, but it's still important. <laughs> I know exactly why. Actually, I know exactly why they have those random, weird, unnecessary, sh just too complex words. Why is that? It's for scholars. For scholars. So they can write those stupid articles that us students <laughs> have to read and not understand a word of. I totally believe it. Yeah. Well, they sit there, like, I, I've read so many scholarly articles now that I've been in university, and I got to be real with you, I don't understand half of them. Yeah, and I totally get that. Even, like, I guess what would be considered scholarly books and stuff like that, they use stuff like evilith and, like, what goodeth, <laughs> which are, like, compound words that technically are real words, but they just don't make sense in our modern context. I would have thought that was old English. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, hundreds of years ago that did make sense and kept on for some reason, but just, See, like, it's still used in books for some reason these days. That's just the thing is I love Shakespeare. Like, I love reading Shakespeare plays. Um, I have ever since high school. I understand them more than the average person would, yeah. I guess. I don't know how I understand Old English. I guess it's just like a piece of my brain that's like, ha, that's super cool. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I can read a book or a play of Shakespeare, like a Shakespeare play, and somehow understand it but not understand a scholarly article on uh, new media or something. I don't know. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's weird. It's just, it's like they use so many different words that are like big and crazy and... Just for like the sake of sounding smart a exactly. lot of the time. It's like... It's just for the sake of sounding smart. Yeah. I always wonder like, is it the author that does that or is it the editor that wants to do that? Like, mm -hmm. it, I, I could see it going either way, right? Yeah. Or they word their sentences really weirdly mm -hmm. and it's, <laughs> you kind of just sit there like... Why did you put it that way? <laughs> that's that is a very complex sentence that is difficult to read. Like it's like three lines and it's just one sentence when it could just be one line and one sentence. You can even make it a compound sentence so it's not just a simple sentence. Yeah. But it's just one line instead of three lines, you know? Yeah, I it's a struggle <laughs> a lot of the time in university. Especially I find with like a like history and philosophy type courses. Mm. I don't know if you've taken any of them, but 
they can have such dry, complex readings that are just like, yeah, I've read this page, but I don't know what it said, so I have to read it five more times. Yeah. It's like, holy cow. It's not reading one book. It's reading five books at once. It's like, <laughs> God. Well, okay, I got to say, you remember um, we have a diversity in media class, and so we had to read this one article. I can't remember what exactly, or not an article, piece. I guess you would call it a piece. Um, I don't remember what it was on, but this the author did not have any grammar, no punctu like uh, no punctuality at all. Really? Punk punk punctuation. Punk punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no punctuation at all. No punctuality. They they were late <laughs> for the class. They didn't even show up for their own papers reading. <laughs> they didn't have the book on time. Oh my oh. god. No. <laughs> Unprofessional. Um, <laughs> no a punctuation. They had like no punctuation to it, and I struggled to read it so much because I was sitting there and I'm like, when does this sentence end? <laughs> like I couldn't figure it out. I was about halfway through it before I realized. There's no punctuation. There's no grammar. It's just bad. It was terrible. I was God. like, who edited this? Who allowed this to be published? Yeah, that's really bad. Also, like, why was it chosen for this class? Well, I mean, we both know I could go off on a rant <laughs> on that, but let's not. <laughs> it's just so confusing why yeah, that would be. It, it's a scholarly piece that has no punctuation. Which or means grammar. it's most likely not edited or peer-reviewed, which means it's probably not like a real scholarly it was, piece. It was <laughs> very, very, very opinionated. And we talked about that in class, too. It's we were just honestly, like, why is this just one person's opinion? A lot of our articles, ironically enough, since they tell people to look at different perspectives, are from one perspective. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the funniest thing. It's like, oh, yeah, well this is what I think about it, and so society should change to be my way. And it's like, well, are you really any different than the people you're trying to change it from? It's like, maybe we should take yeah. a more balanced perspective. Well, I mean, every single thing that we've read in diversity and media has basically had the exact same message, just in different words, in yeah. different contexts, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. <laughs> all it's, in all, white people are bad. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. That's why, like, the... Um, the matching on the midterm. We just did a midterm this morning. Oh, my gosh. For, uh, yeah, for reference. Um, we had to match up uh, titles, or no, no not quotes. titles. It was quotes or ideas from the pieces that they had with the, the author's name, which weren't given. You had to memorize them. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Those, it was like mainly quotes. There was one idea. Yeah, there one is there's only like one or two out of ten that were actually ideas. And Most it, of them were like direct And that was... That bugged me a little bit because yes. we explicitly asked the teacher if we would have to read and memorize quotes and stuff like that. And he said no. No. He's like, you just need to know the theories and the yeah. authors for it. Know the concepts, know the authors' names, and be able to match those up with their, like, the titles of the articles, I think he said at one point. Yeah. And it frustrated me so badly because like, the fact of the matter is these the authors that we read, a lot of them often looked at the same theories like the same concepts, you know? Like yeah. there was definitely two people who looked at framing. Two people who looked at framing, two people who looked at like misrepresentation in or media. otherized. Like, yeah, like two people who looked at otherized and white people. It's like... Well, I mean, I all of them all looked, of them at, white looked at white people. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it just, it was so frustrating because I just sat there and I was like, okay, hey, wait, who said it? <laughs> and like, when you really go through it all, those, uh, like, all of the pieces that we had to read and, like, the authors for them was just constantly filled with other quotes from other pieces. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like, half their words and half other people's words. That's why these quotations were in quotations. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Why would that be a midterm? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, 
it was a bit rough. At least a lot of it was the short answer part of it was a lot of concept stuff, which I, I liked. It was like applying it to real world But kind at of the stuff. same time, we probably should have been warned that there was actual like world events that we should have been studying at the same time yeah. as the concept. Well, he told us that we just need to know, um, like we need to have our own ideas of like real world events to connect to these concepts. Yeah, but I he, had ideas in my head, but and then he we used went a in. real world idea himself on one of the yeah. questions. Like, I'm okay. I'm not following pop culture stuff. Like, I just I don't even yeah. look at this. I, yeah, you I don't live a simple politics. life. No, I live a simple life. I don't want to look at the crazy amounts of like these people are doing bad things. Like, I just yeah. I want to just sit think, back and relax and have a nice happy life. <laughs> that's fair. I think a lot of people that follow politics assume that everybody else is like them and follows politics as well. Yeah. I follow politics enough to make uh, an educated uh, vote. Yeah. But I don't follow it enough well, to Well, you're not crazy like no. me. I, like, look up everything, read about everything, and get angry at everything. And... No. Like, <laughs> no. I, I know, like, the basics of little things. Like, I, I, I understand, like, the basic kind of background of the whole Justin Trudeau blackface thing. Yeah. I, I know the background of his whole uh, interview on water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one I understand more specifically because I'm a little bit of an environmentalist. So hearing him talk about how he's helping the environment, but not really. <laughs> yeah. That he, was probably the reason why that. I really enjoyed that. He likes to talk about how he's helping, but not actually like yeah. do very much. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like it, politics is just something I don't uh, entirely That's, enjoy following. I mean, stay out of it as long as you can. <laughs> I, I'm sure someday eventually you'll be dragged in. I don't know. I feel like if politics keep going the way that they are right now, <laughs> it's just going to stay the same where everyone's like, well, they're all garbage. Pick the like the less of two evils, you know? Maybe, yeah. And in that case, I'm just going to continue to know enough to pick the less of two evils. Yeah, basically. Uh, Yeah. I don't think I voted the same in any election I voted in. Well, this is my first federal election. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the first time I can vote in a federal election. Yeah, God, uh, when was my first one? I think 2011. Was there one in 2011? I have no idea. I don't know either. I didn't pay attention because I was a child. <laughs> oh. I please, was 12 please, years old. <laughs> please, don't make me depressed. <laughs> no, like it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like when it comes down to it, politics it's it's either you're into it or you're not that's fair yeah i was kind of raised in that place like my parents talk about it all the time my family members did my friends did my teachers did so i was kind of just like thrust right into that type of thing like yeah. i understand a lot of it but that's just because i grew up that way and i didn't you know like my whole family like nobody really talked too much about politics it would be like once someone did, like, once one of the politicians did something to wrong us, then, of course, I'd hear all about it. Mm -hmm. But I never really understood, like, what the parties were for and, like, yeah. what they stood for. Well, that's like a, like that, that's so. actually, like, a pretty, I that, mean, you, you, you're you from a small town. It's a pretty old-fashioned way of doing things. Like, um, politics used to be the thing up until, like, 30 years ago or so that it was a taboo subject. Really? Around, like, family and friends and stuff huh. like that. Like, it was like, why would you bring up politics in front of this happy crowd? Like, that's the <laughs> stupidest thing you could have done. Yeah, just make everybody sad. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, that's how it was treated. But nowadays, it's like, it's just like a regular coffee conversation almost. It's like, oh, well, you, like, look at what Trump did. Like, look at that idiot, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I guess, I guess now it is a lot more normal to talk about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a lot more around, like, people our age especially because I 
even just going back home, like it's not something that my family and I really talk about. My brother will go on and on and on. I mean, personally, I choose not to talk about it with my mom because mm. she will go on well, and on your and brother, on about Trudeau. <laughs> yeah, your brother uses the internet a lot, right? A decent bit. Um, like he's like computers and stuff like that. Kind of. Kind of. I don't know. He's kind of he's a nerd, but not necessarily in like a computer nerd way. You know, he's more like, I guess like board game nerd? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> still, that type of culture, they're, like, really ingrained in, like, the discussion boards and politics always comes through and, like, all of those things. Yeah, and... I mean, like, I guess his interests lie kind of, because he's an environmentalist, like, in his own schooling and career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where him and I uh, definitely are the same. But then it's just different in that he somehow learned so much about politics when we were younger and then like as a young adult he got like really into it mm-hmm. and like he didn't really talk about it with me because I didn't understand it and that's just my that's been my problem with a lot of things is that people don't talk about things with me or teach me about things because I don't understand it and I'm like I'm not learning anything well, for yeah. doing this I, but whatever that would be hard. <laughs> I, that's why I've never learned how to do poker it's cuz when I was little everyone told me ah you're too young you don't understand it I don't want to teach you you don't understand it I'm like you don't teach know how to play poker no Teach me still? and then I'll understand. You still don't know how to play? Uh, someone kind of taught me like the basics. We should have like a game night or a I poker tried. night or something sometime. <laughs> I tried. I did try very hard and I did win quite a bit by guessing. <laughs> <laughs> it was all by chance. But yeah, I don't know. Um, what were we talking about before? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. We've gone off, on, I think, three or four different topics at this point. Uh, politics. <laughs> yes. That's what I was kind of referring back to mm-hmm. was politics. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like with politics, it's just kind of a basis of I know enough to make a vote, but it wasn't really something I grew up with. And even in high school, like, they taught us, like, how the legislature and stuff like that works and, like, the process of how bills get pros- like put into place and whatnot. Like basic, basic like a legislative, legislative process. Or yeah, stuff like that. exactly. Like they taught us that, but they never actually taught us like, oh, these are the parties. These are what they usually stand for mm-hmm. kind of a thing, you know? And then all of a sudden it was like grade 12, people suddenly started talking about politics. And I was like, how do you know this stuff? <laughs> Where are you getting your info from? Oh, they just read online. <laughs> That's just something everyone's like, oh, just read online. And I try to read online, but then they use all these big fancy pol- political words. Well, also, the thing and I'm is like, like, what does this mean? <laughs> if you're not interested in the subject matter, which, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, more than half of people in the country are not interested in politics at all. They don't even vote. That, I don't like that last part. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but that's how it is. It's like most people just aren't interested. You're totally in the majority on that side. It's like... <laughs> I think the way I'm doing it, I think, is okay just because I am educating myself enough to make an educated vote. <laughs> yeah. I'm not running in there and being well, yeah, like, so you're I better, don't know. You're better than person. most people, at least. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, I feel like not voting is a bad idea because <laughs> yeah. then you're just leaving it to the people who are, I guess, like, here's the thing the people who I know who are like really, really into politics are usually either, like, extremists or <laughs> just kind of, like, chill. But most of them are usually kind of extreme. Well, yeah, I mean, They'd like... they kind of intense. I mean, I'm sure even in this program, we know one or two people who are very extreme about political beliefs. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, like, it's just... It's uh, very much just... It's rare for me to find someone who's unbiased and can tell me about politics 
in an unbiased matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's honestly a very hard thing to find. Yeah, I've had a couple of people, though, but otherwise most people are just like, oh, these people are bad, but these people are great, or these people have this kind of history, and it's terrible. You shouldn't go for them. <laughs> just like, oh, my gosh. No, yeah. <laughs> just I mean, tell me what they stand for. Man, just like only thing you can do, I guess, is read the platforms and then not yeah. talk to anybody else about it. Ever. No, exactly. That's it's what like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I like anytime I try talking to people, they like say something that kind of throws me off, and I sit there thinking for a while, like, "Ooh, well, even recently, what do I think of them?" Even recently, in like one of our classes, there was somebody I was talking to, and they were just like, um, uh, "They were just like, oh, like, why would you even talk about that party positively? They're they're horrible. I like, just, what are you doing?" <laughs> that's not like that's not constructive. No, at all. it's not like tell me why they are. It's tell me why that. they're horrible. I feel like in politics, I. If you're talking politics, it shouldn't be a matter of like, I think this and you should think this. I think it should be, I think this and this is why I think it. Yeah, back you up your... You think that and that's why you think it. Back that's up great. your reasoning. Cool. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a logical argument, but people don't do that these no, days. No, of course not. <laughs> they just say like, oh, well, think about this group of people. Like, what are they going to do? And I'm just thinking like, well, I mean, I don't have an answer for that, but it's not really a logical argument, is it? No, exactly. That's why I don't like whenever someone starts like yelling at me about to- like politics and going off about like, oh, this is the best party. You must vote for these people. These people only. These I'm sorry people if suck. I've ever like, done that. I don't think you have. I, tr- I try not to. I try to let people decide for like what they want to decide. Yeah. I don't know. Does anytime someone has done that to me, I just kind of look at them and I'm like, I don't understand politics. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just use it as an excuse at that point. That's fair. I like, mean, that's a good excuse. Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to just tell me what they all stand for and like what their idea is of like who they think is better and like why mm-hmm. without you know, trying to force me to agree, <laughs> yeah. then I'll sit there and I'll listen and I'll learn. And it's like, cool, thank you. That's very nice. It's good. <laughs> I learned something here. Yeah. But otherwise, no, go away. <laughs> so yeah. like, Just like if you're trying to force me to believe something, then I'm less inclined to believe something, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Yeah. Don't try to force anything on me. Let me think for myself. I'm good. Yeah, like I'm a person. Give me the information if you want, but let me decide for myself. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like that should be... That's like, I had this really good teacher in grade 12 social studies. That's exactly what she did. She was like a really hardcore liberal, but she made us all take a political aptitude test online Ah. and like say like, oh yeah, so you really like these things, huh? And she like walked us through it. And I was like, I really appreciate this. This is like nice of you. Huh. Maybe I should take that. I've never actually, I didn't know that was a thing. I can give you a good one. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe then it can give me even more information. I can already guess which part you're going to get. What? I mean, there's like a a section of it that's basically the hippie section. Ah. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) That's me. Yeah. A lot of people I know are in that section. I'm pretty close to it myself. The environment is important. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. That's Without why, the world, that's, we die. <laughs> that's why I'm so inclo- I'm like close to that section. It's like just caught in between economy and environment, like yeah. just balanced. I feel like people our age are kind of in between two things, you know? They're in between human rights and save the earth, you know? A lot <laughs> like, of the time, yeah. Like, I mean, talk to anybody. They'll support both of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like save the earth and human rights as long as we don't have to destroy ourselves doing it. A lot of the time is like the caveat that they have. Yeah, exactly. Wait, hold on. What's a caveat? <laughs> caveat, like the one consideration that they have, if that makes sense. Like the one but. 
Uh, but yes. we have to do this as well. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I kind of thought you meant at first, but then yeah. I stopped and I was like, wait, what, what is <laughs> caveat? <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. I <laughs> haven't like, read the dictionary yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Eventually. <laughs> Soon. Maybe, it's a good read, Holly. <laughs> maybe by the time I'm like 60. <laughs> <laughs> that's your goal. Yeah. Next. Uh, 10 pages per year. Next 40 years. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm already 20 years in. I know, you're getting old. <laughs> Very old. Uh, I don't want to be old. No longer a teenager. Actually, I'm kind of glad I'm not that. Actually, if I could just stay 20. I wish I could reset to like five. <laughs> Why five? I think I'd do a lot better. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've always been like too, I guess, mature. I don't want to brag, but like I, I've always... <laughs> don't raise your eyebrow at me. <laughs> no, like I, I've always been like more mature than other people my age, so it's always kind of been more difficult for me as a child. I yeah. guess. Well, I mean, even now, I don't disagree with that. It's nicer now because yeah. now it's not abnormal well, you know, for me to be friends with people ten years older than yeah, me. <laughs> you know people who are older than you, and you're good friends with them. Exactly. Like. <laughs> I've always had older friends, but then eventually people were like, "Oh, I don't really want to hang out with yeah. the younger person." Now it's normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you're an adult, nobody cares. Yeah. Goodness. So, I think this is probably where our, we'll call our break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Call a break. Put on a little few commercials here. A few commercials. Uh, we'll be back to you after these messages. Stay tuned. <laughs> you sound like a television <laughs> man. That's what I want to be. <laughs> if you're groovy, tune in to Get Funk. Your host, DJ Young Ho, shall cover the roots and evolution of funk, along with discussing local and global events. Get Funk, Tuesdays at 2 p.m., only on CMRU.ca. By students for you. From the birth of punk to today's heavy hitters, Madeline Mad Dog has you covered. It's the evolution of punk right before your ears. Catch Punk Roots, Mondays at 7 p.m. on CMRU.ca. By students for you. Tune in to CMRU Radio. Student-made shows with enthusiastic hosts. Playing a huge selection of genres for every music lover in your life. All music, all week, all day long. CMRU.ca. By students, for you. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I guess this is the part of the show that we're going to normally talk about stuff like conspiracies and stuff. So, Holly, how about you take that off? All right. So, earlier this week, I ended up seeing a TikTok because I'm kind of a dork and I love TikTok. Um, <laughs> and it was this TikTok with, like, this – I don't – so, there's this theory around uh, – go, going around called the seven trumpets phenomena. And so, basically, it's been happening, like, since the 70s, but – it's only now really becoming like a major thing that people are considering. Interesting. Yeah. So um, do you know uh, the seven trumpets from uh, the Bible's Revelation? Yeah, I do. Okay. So basically um, the seven trumpets is kind of like the idea about every time, like once there's going to be a trumpet that goes off. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be five trumpets. Five trumpets have already gone off. Once we hit the seventh trumpet, the rapture will happen. Yeah, that's the that's, idea. That's the end of the world, supposedly. Yeah, that's the idea. Um, and it's, like, really creepy because it throws out, like, this apocalyptic, like, trumpety sound. It's like a humming or... Something that sounds horn. unnatural. Yeah, yeah, and it just comes out of the sky. And so there's a bunch of different theories as to what this is. But uh, the main one that people are considering is the trumpet, the, the seven trumpet theory, because of the fact that 
we've technically had five trumpets go off already. Yeah, and if you actually look at like world events, they kind of line up they to do, what the Bible yeah. says. It's I was like, reading about it earlier. I was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the five trumpets have gone off. Well, who like, knows, right? Well, yeah, and then the the sixth one is supposedly supposed to go off when World War Three starts, and uh, basically either China or the Middle East is going to take over the entire world. Um, and then ap- apparently it's like the Antichrist is going to be the world leader. Yeah, the Antichrist is the leader of the one world government. Yeah, and so then that's when the sixth trumpet is going to go off. And the seventh trumpet will go off uh, <laughs> when the rapture comes and uh, Jesus comes down for the second time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of sitting here thinking, we're already at five trumpets. What are the odds that we live before, like we, we, like we can live through our lives without the seventh happening yet. I mean, if the five have already happened, it's a 0% chance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of hoping that maybe we can at least live a little bit before the sixth one. Oh, really? I want it to happen like now. (laughs) I want to just, I'm so done with everything. I just be like, let's have something cool happen. Let's have something interesting happen. Like, let's have Jesus come down. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it's just that we would have to go through quite a while of being under a a one-world government for a while first. Yeah, the tribulation, I think, is seven years long or something like that. That is supposed to be living hell for everybody who identifies as a Christian. Yeah, I'm not excited for that. No, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I'd rather not have the sixth trumpet blow. Yeah, I mean, you and I both identify that way. You're definitely more of a Christian than I am, but... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I love reading about that kind of stuff. It's so <laughs> interesting to me. I do want to. I want to play um, for you guys the uh, sound that I had ended up hearing on TikTok. That because I was like, "Whoa, what the heck? Mm-hmm. This is like it blew my mind." And honestly, went immediately online to go and see if this was real or if someone was faking it. So apparently, this happened in Oregon not too long ago. And the video is literally, it's like the creepiest thing ever. It's, it's just its just somebody looking outside, just like yeah. what is happening right now. Exactly. It's like a horror movie or something like that. It's, it's, it <laughs> seems like The Purge. Do, like, do you remember, <laughs> oh, have you ever seen the remake, the Brad Pitt remake of War of the Worlds? <laughs> no. <laughs> what was it, like 2006 or something? I don't really remember. But those, the aliens that came down when they gen- entered their giant like walking ships or whatever, that's Ooh, the I noise that... That's the noise they made. It was like, like right when I heard, I was like, oh my God, this sounds like that alien invasion movie. Like, what was it? I might know the movie, actually, now that you're talking about it. Yeah, it's just the creepiest thing. Like, if I heard that outside, I would probably, uh, I'd probably mess up my pants, Holly. (laughs) Let's be honest here. Well, I was laying in bed and it was like pitch black and I'm sitting there just on TikTok scrolling around. Then that comes on. (laughs) My cat literally woke up. He woke up and like his ears were perked up and he was like, looking around like crazy, like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Just about to ask, like, did your cat think that the world was ending or something? <laughs> I thought the world was ending. I didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> I stopped and I read the the caption. I was like, what the heck? And then I went through the comments and there was a bunch of comments being like, yeah, it happened over here too. And oh, I'm hearing it over here. And I was like, this can't, this cannot be real, can it? So that is crazy. Immediately it's... went researching it. <laughs> yeah. There's so many theories to it though. It's insane. There's... A lot of crazy stuff happening these days that's just like completely unexplained that 
I mean, honestly, how do we know? Has this stuff been going around for like a long time? Well, this has been happening since the 70s. Well, at least, right? At like, least, how do we yeah. know? Because that's probably around when recording stuff started or close to it. I have no idea. At least personal <laughs> recorders that like regular people had, right? Yeah, I guess personal recorders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. That's, <laughs> it's so fascinating. Like, are there just these things that happen? Like, are, is our world a lot bigger than we know that? Oh, it definitely yeah, is. It's like, <laughs> Is there a lot more out there that we just have no idea about? <laughs> well, um, a couple of the different theories that are like more, I guess, scientific and natural would be uh, one of them is that there's going to be there's like underground earthquakes mm -hmm. and like the tectonic plates are shifting over each other. And so it's you can hear the tectonic plates uh, like shifting uh, or the rumbling of the earthquakes and stuff like that, except I think the issue with that would be the fact that tectonic plates have literally been moving since the earth was created. Like, yeah, you would be able to hear that like during an I'm, earthquake or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm also pretty sure they're constantly moving. It's just that uh, the whole reason why we don't have constant earthquakes is because um, they either go right over top of each other or um, underneath each other. Or well, yeah, like yeah, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, I think the only time that it really becomes like uh, an earthquake is when um, they collide together and so they go upwards. I learned it in... Um, Probably like one of those grade six to nine science classes, like... No, actually, I learned it in uh, astronomy class. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I took astronomy last semester. And it was actually really cool because we were learning about tectonics on different planets, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I feel like if that was the case, we would have been hearing this like constantly yeah. around the world <laughs> all the time. Probably quite a lot. Yeah, um, so it's just one of those things where I don't believe in the tectonic plate one. As for underground earthquakes, it doesn't quite make much sense because of the fact that an underground earthquake should have some kind of effect above. Yeah. On the land, though, well, not the, in the air. <laughs> the thing is, like, how would a sound that powerful get above the surface for an underground earthquake without actually moving anything? Mm -hmm. if that, like, it's... One of those things that sound is actually vibration. It usually comes from like things colliding or like things making vibrations yeah. throughout the air. The but it's it's like it <laughs> it just doesn't make sense that much. No, and this sound is coming directly from above. Mm -hmm. Like it's coming from the sky. <laughs> That's why yeah, people have been calling it sky trumpets. Crazy. It's insane. And like the other one that they have going on is this idea of something like solar winds are causing it. So it's it's uh, about like the wind around the earth. Hmm. But I don't, I'm not, obviously, I'm not a scientist or anything, but my idea would be, like, if it was the solar winds now, only now hearing it, wouldn't that kind of possibly been, have... It would like, have been around for a long time. Yeah, I'm just, wouldn't it also maybe mean that there's a hole in our atmosphere? Yeah, potentially. Which I feel like we would die if there was, wouldn't there? Yeah, well, there was a hole in the ozone for a while, but we actually fixed that somehow. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was a big thing. Like when I was a kid growing up, we used to talk about like, oh, yeah, there's a hole in the ozone right over Australia, right off the coast of Australia. And we'd hear about it like on a daily or weekly basis. And didn't one day they're just like, well, I mean, we kind of fixed it. The hole in the ozone's better <laughs> okay. again. I'm just thinking like, well, really? Like, is that, it's that simple? <laughs> um, I don't know how you fix a hole in the ozone layer, but uh, I just feel like if there was... If that was the case, and because we knew that there was a hole in the ozone layer, wouldn't we have heard the sky trumpets during then? Oh, all the time. It would have been a constant thing yeah. in Australia because, well, I mean, like solar winds, they discharge very often. They're from, I don't know if you know 
too much about them. They're from the sun. It's like yeah. when a sun does like a an ejection, one of those, yeah. that'll like create solar wind. And like, then like it'll have like constant, just like a constant stream out of it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's a whole astronomy thing. If you want more, go to the astronomy class. It's yeah. actually kind of fun. We are not astronomers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I am not. Um, but yeah, so those are like the more natural theories to it. Mm -hmm. uh, the only other ones that they really have come out with that I've seen at least are the theories that it's aliens. Aliens, yeah. Yep, that's a big theory. Um, there's like the theory that maybe it's uh, them kind of alerting people or whatever, or that because there's the idea that they make our sky, mm -hmm. that their ships are really just like creating a sky for us. That's the whole uh, like theory there, and yeah. that it's their machines are making sounds and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I oh I saw one that somebody <laughs> put out there is like kind of silly. But they believe that um, the government has uh, a hidden machine that changes the weather. Oh, yeah. I've and heard about that's that. That's what the sounds are coming from. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard the sound part of that, but I have heard the weather machine part. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a little uh, left field for me. But <laughs> Yeah, well, that doesn't, I mean, the sound part doesn't make too much. Though, I mean, if we're going to get into the weather machine, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I Ooh. just, I feel like if we had a weather machine... They would have fixed it by now and wouldn't have this happening since the 70s, you know? I don't know. Did you ever hear about the thing in Vietnam where it rained for like seven or eight months straight? Did it really? Yep. <laughs> oh, my god. During the war, too. It was like they were there for a month, realized that... Wasn't that because of all the chemicals in the air? Well, that was the, that's the theory, the weather machine. That oh. like it put stuff in the atmosphere and... Or they seeded the atmosphere. It was like the early versions of it. And okay, yeah. Caused like a six to eight month downpour on top of their own <laughs> troops. <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> My gosh. No, like, there's just so many random theories. Like, I just, <laughs> I think the closest one, I believe, is probably the Seven Trumpets. I'm kind of hoping against it. I would like to believe the alien one, but I just don't have enough evidence. To I could go yet. either way on the Seven Trumpets or the aliens. <laughs> um, it's just because, like, when it comes down to it, I feel like the aliens wouldn't let us know <laughs> like that, and yeah. especially for this many years. Like, it just seems like a kind of an odd thing for them to do yeah um and especially if we have made contact and we just don't know it yet why in the world would they do that <laughs> like why wouldn't they just communicate with us normally uh, no idea um the other one for the aliens though is that you know how people think that we are uh under the control of aliens and that our lives are actually just dreamt yeah yeah, so that's the other idea, and that what it is that we're hearing real sounds from within the ship. Oh, okay, so like, yeah, the simulation theory, but we're hearing stuff outside of it because it's, yeah, it's failing or whatever. Exactly, yeah. stuff like that. And if that's the case, um, wow, that's going to be kind of fun to wake up to. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Oh, my God. Well, okay, what's worse, the seven trumpets or waking up in a spaceship? I don't know. <laughs> If it's the seven trumpets, I mean, I have like a, okay, maybe I don't have a chance of going to heaven, but maybe eventually. I like to think that I have a chance of going to heaven. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> from a Christian perspective, the seven trumpets, while scary, still gives me some hope. While uh, the alien <laughs> one, I'm not sure what to expect. Because in the end, this like simulation could be a good thing. Or it could be a bad thing. Well, even if it was just like regular aliens, look at how we treat like beef. I, I called it beef, see? Not like cow. Like, just think about that, right? Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, like, 
Would, would they really treat what they consider lower life forms like anything other than cattle? <laughs> what if when we die, that's them taking us out of the simulator to eat us? Oh my god, please, <laughs> Holly, no. <laughs> Don't. I'm just thinking, wow, maybe that's like a kind of a cool theory. Oh. Uh, it's kind of hard to follow that one, though, from a Christian that perspective. That would be crazy. But it would be kind of a fun one to, like, think about, you yeah. know? <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I, I, just, I don't know whether I'd prefer Alien just for the sake of curiosity or Seven Trumpets out of I'd know, be interested for this. I, th- I think I would prefer the Seven Trumpets. It's more interesting. I mean, supposedly demons will come up from the surface, right? Well, I mean, supposedly the Antichrist is going to be ruling over us. So <laughs> be pretty cool to see, at least. I mean, it's going to end in you dying, but it'll be. I think most of those situations will. Yeah, it's true. At least you can see some cool stuff. Like, oh, cool, demons are real. I better repent right now. <laughs> I don't know if at that point it's <laughs> anything you can do. Oh, probably not. I think not. once you hit the seventh or the sixth trumpet. You're kind of screwed because it's like, well, <laughs> you should have yeah. thought about repenting earlier. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's really cool movies about that kind of thing, too, I like. Yeah. Like, there is a recent movie a couple of years ago. I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it was essentially like they heard that exact same noise in the movie, and then half the people everywhere just disappeared. Like, that's how the movie started off. It was really cool. See, I always thought that that was how the rapture was supposed to be, was that it's like you know, non-Christians or whoever sinned too much to go to heaven or whatever wakes up and all of a sudden all like the people who are worthy of heaven or whatever. Yeah, or I guess in that movie it wasn't necessarily that it disappeared, just like they fell over and their bodies were just laying there. Oh, yeah, And they're like, okay, their okay. eyes turn super bright and it's like, oh yeah, something happened, well, we don't know what, but uh, it's a really right cool now, movie. Yeah, I'll have to send that to you later. Yeah, You, might, you might actually like that what, one. What did you say the movie was? Hmm? What did you say the movie was? I forgot the title of it. I'll have to send it to you later. Okay, well, that doesn't help the no, audience. No, I know. I, <laughs> it, was a, it was a recent rapture-related movie. Okay. There's not very many of those. So if you, if you look at that, <laughs> you'll find it. I'm sure, yeah. I feel like with such a specific notion yeah. to it, it should be somewhat easy to find. Yeah, it's, and it's, I mean, it was one of those kind of campy uh, religious-based movies, but it was a really cool concept, pretty well executed, so it's worth watching at least. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, even if you can't find it, I'm sure you'll go through a, a pretty decent collection of alien movies yeah. <laughs> just well, trying to find it. I think I've seen, like, every Christian movie out there almost just because a lot of them are interesting. I think I have uh, a VHS movie just called Jesus. Really? <laughs> yeah. We should watch Jesus sometime. <laughs> I think it's literally, like, a very graphic version of, like, the story of his oh, birth Oh, no, and death. like the original Passion of the Christ. It's, it's a lot of blood in the end, and yeah. I'm, I, I remember watching it when I was younger, and I was not a fan. It was a lot. <laughs> but That's like Passion of the Christ. It's so hard to watch at some parts. It's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? It's <laughs> But that's the story, right? That's so. what it is. No, for sure. Yeah, well, but. I guess we're kind of getting to that time, huh? Yeah, running out of time a little bit. Yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in. I guess um, make sure you tune in to cmru.ca. David Terrace Talks, the talk show, has finally started airing every Sunday at 10 in the morning. As well as, yep, (laughs) right after that, uh, our show obviously airs at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. uh, So tune in next week. Uh, We do a show every two weeks, so I guess two weeks from whenever you're hearing this. (laughs) 
Other than that, we've got about 35 new students that are going live every single week on cmru.ca. So if you're interested in some fresh talent, some new content, tune into that. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. All right. See you guys. See ya.